Hi guys. Hello everybody. Welcome back. Um, at least I hope you've come back. And if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, cryptids and mystics. You know that's, that's our thing. It's what we do. Um, Even though I'm repping someone else's podcast today on my t-shirt. We like them though. It's, and that's why we drink. We love them. Yeah. So... If, if you want to give us a shout out, Christina and them. Empathy. <laughs> Empathy, if you're listening, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, big fans. You know, <laughs> uh, what's that? A uh, long time listener, first time caller type of thing? <laughs> what if we had people did, did calling they, in? Oh, did they even do that stuff? What, what was the name of that old, it was like an old cryptid show and it was like a radio show and people would call in and oh, like talk about weird shit that happened. Um... Fuck. I can't remember his name. He's like an older white dude. It and was like, like late at night too. I remember yes, that. Yes. Ah, uh, damn. I don't it's remember. very popular. It was. It was. It was like in the seventies, and that had a resurgence in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. When we remember, we'll tell you. If we remember, mind you, because we will, because there's a really cool story about like this endless hole that this guy kept calling in and saying, "I, I, I got to show it to you later." Okay. It's fucking crazy. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, just so everyone knows, if you haven't already, you know. We have a Instagram page up and everything. Uh, cryptids and Mystics, I'm sure. Wait, is it Cryptids and Mystics? I think it's Cryptids and Mystics Pod, okay. perhaps, for Snaps. Well, either way, you'll see the you'll see the logo on there for sure, so you'll know it's us. Um, we're on SoundCloud. This episode should be coming out there. We're working on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Our Instagram is Cryptid Mystic Pod. There you go. So follow us. I mean, we're going to be posting stuff, you know, whenever we decide to release the episodes and when Apple Podcasts finally puts our stuff up, you know, fingers crossed in the near future. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. So soon we will be on Apple Podcasts and then everywhere you want to listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> For now, though, we're switching it up today and Manny is going first. You get that cryptid first. So before anything too, um, there's a there's a little thing that I want us to start doing, which is uh, encouraging you guys that are listening. If you guys have any personal experiences running into cryptids or seeing them, or you know stories of like a family member, like a tío or a tía or a grandma or something, you know, um, or something like spiritual happened to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see a ghost? Did you communicate with someone via Ouija board? I mm-hmm. want to know. Mm-hmm. Or even like, because kind of piggybacking off of last week, right, with the with the tarot cards, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, if you've ever had a reading and like, like it totally was like spot on, perfect with what they were telling you and stuff like that, like any stories like that, like please feel free to share them. We do have an email. It's cryptids and mystics podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. It's all one thing. There's no periods or anything like that in between. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have any stories that you want to share. Send them over. We'll read them. We'll read them. Hopefully, eventually, we'll have enough to make a full episode of one um, and just kind of keep growing from there. You know, our goal is definitely long term. So, you know, the more people that listen, the best. So please spread the word. Share it with your friends, people you like, people you don't like, but (laughs) would still listen to a podcast anyway. You know, share with them, too. Uh, I mean... You know, the more the merrier, for sure. We definitely want to keep doing this for the long haul, for sure. Yeah, we're ready to hear your stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with that, let's jump in to this one. Ah, I'm so excited. My request. <laughs> the Fresno Nightcrawler. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. 
or as I like to picture it, the, you know, floating uh, pants, you know, but it's a floating pair of pants, a floating pair of pants. Yep. 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 So, um, Sarah, I know, you know, some stuff. That's pretty much all I know. That looks it. like a floating pair of pants. <laughs> I promise you. So I can't wait to hear yes. the facts. All right. I get to give you information. So, um, obviously as the name of the creature goes, you know, first sighting was in Fresno, California in 2007. Uh, guy by the name of Jose caught it on his security camera and uh, what's interesting though about what what the video that we see mm-hmm. is of a, a, a recording of the recording so someone so what? he had his video camera and for some reason was having issues I guess getting the VHS tape yes VHS tape oh, okay so it was old yeah got it um he was having a hard time getting the tape out so they oh. ended up they ended up uh, the footage that they have, they ended up filming the the the, the, the monitor. screen. Yeah. Okay, and got that's it. and that's why it looks so grainy. And I so, got it. You know, because I was that. like, this is the shittiest security camera footage well, I've ever seen. I mean, though to be fair, 2007 technology, I'm sure wasn't that oh, great. Yeah. So. I had like a little brick phone. Yeah, um, <laughs> ma'am, <laughs> that battery lasted for like three Forever. weeks. You know, Forever. we didn't have to charge it for a very long time. But so. you could only text via T9, so it was a real trade off. Hey man, that's a skill. I know. I could that's do it under skill. the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While in class, all of a sudden you're like texting your friends and shit. And no one could see it. It's like, like yeah, that's how full paragraphs in T9. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm gonna have for lunch today. Hold on, you know, like damn. They had to know. It's very important. <laughs> um, yeah, curly fries with uh, you know, cheese. You know, what uh, how old was I in two thousand like eighteen, nineteen. They had to know what nineteen year old me was eating. I don't wanna talk about her anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You weren't that old, much older than me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just feel older. Mm. So, going back <laughs> to what we're talking about. So, yeah, so that's the original footage. That's that's how, that's how why it looks the way that it looks. But they ended up... Uh, the reason why it even came to light was because Univision got one of it. Any of y'all know what Univision mm. is? Anyone out there? Anyone? Anyone? I mean, I do. <laughs> I do, too, because that's my primer impacto. <laughs> And Sábado Gigante. And the shit best like shit was on Primer Impacto. Hell yeah. And so uh, they actually sent an investigator out to meet with Jose. Oh, and, or okay. Jose. And uh, that's how they were able to kind of investigate it. They were asking questions. Um, but what started it, though, was that there was... Uh, he decided to put a security camera on his garage because there was a lot of bike thefts happening around the area. Okay. And I guess they, I guess they went through the similar issue too. So then they ended up putting the camera there. His dog all of a sudden started barking like crazy in the front yard, mm. and that led him to take a look at the footage, and mm-hmm. saw what was happening there. One of the bits I didn't know about originally was that his brother was also around at the same time that this happened. Okay. He went out to the front yard. He's like, you know, I don't see anything, but he saw like really small footprints okay. on the tile out there. Where where the the creature was at? So it was small. Well, it was small footprints. Okay, but like, are you gonna wear like regular sized pants and then have small feet? I'm very confused about this. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to all that. Uh, okay, 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 okay. You, know, you know, the whole you know whether it's real or fake or not, whatever. I think it's real uh, the way it looks like, but that's uh, we'll get to that in a minute. I'll probably agree. Um, so that's what lets him checking it out. Like I said, his brother is like, oh, dude, there's small footprints here. Like, OMG, what's going on? Which I'm sure they talk like that to you. Like, OMG. <laughs> Jose and his Jose, brother. Jose, OMG, que chingao pasó, you know, like. <laughs> what if you did say that? 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, Theo, why are you talking like that? OMG. <laughs> no, no, primo, ¿qué pasó, primo? <laughs> He's been affected. He was affected by the Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, my God. Ataque de los nervios. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. So, that's kind of the origin behind it. That's kind of what the catalyst oh, that okay. led to everything pretty much building up from there. And we'll get to more details to other sightings and stuff like that in a minute. But I think it's important that you guys hear a little bit more about how the creature looks like. So, if you've never seen the video before... Sarah has. I have. I have. I've seen a few now. I went down a little rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so the way that, that it's described, it's two floating legs, no face, no hands or arms, and a tiny upper body under a cape, I guess? That, that would probably be the best way to describe it. I, I'm, and I joke around and say floating pants, but that's really what it looks like. It looks me. like a floating pair of pants. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like a ghost, like climbed into some pants and just walked off. Yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Okay, cool. I'm not mad at it, but I, it could, I, well, you know, I talk shit, but I think <laughs> if I ever saw one, I'd shit my pants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> absolutely. I'm like, no, that's nope. real. And I'm convinced. And I'm done. <laughs> and I'm done. Good night, everybody. That's mm-hmm. it. Well, I'm not sleeping, but you know, lock that door. Yeah. No, thank you. You can stay there. Uh, it can range in height from like a few feet tall to up to about five feet tall. Okay, like my my size. You know, I'm like five two. And you and I were talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. What would be scarier? Like yeah, a tall one or uh, for me, I feel a really short one, like like two feet tall one, like almost looking like a little kid. Like that's creepy to me. I feel like it would be scarier if it was taller because then I feel like I can't fight it. <laughs> Everything's taller than me, so I don't know. But see, that's the thing too, though, right? Because my thing is that if it's that tiny, it will it maneuver quicker? Like, will it move oh, too quick to where I can't even catch that's it? That's a good point. Como una duende. Yeah, bro, <laughs> listen. No. <laughs> nah. See, that's what I'm saying. If I saw one in person, Yeah, fairies freaking out. Those, no, I don't <sighs> like it. They're a little bit creepy. Nope. <laughs> So, again, you know, I'm going to leave that for the rest of you guys that are listening to decide. It's know. all scary, is what you, they've determined. We'll, we'll take a poll. Which one's scarier, short or tall? Anyway. <laughs> That's going to be our next poll when we release the episode on Instagram. Exactly. What's scarier, short or tall? <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll post a picture of the, of the, of the video, you know, because, I, I, you know, I'm not technically sound, so I don't know how to post the actual video itself. But there are screenshots of the video, um, so we'll post that so you guys can check it out later. And then, you know, you guys can decide for yourselves which one's creepier. You can probably uh, record it playing. So you're getting a recording of a recording of a recording. (laughs) Oh, my God. What if we find the truth at that point? Recordception. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can see the strings. Um... (laughs) They're so pixelated. (laughs) It's it's cleared up now. Um, But, um, yeah, so check it out when you guys get the chance. But other descriptions of it have been an extraterrestrial creature. So, like, an alien. Dun, dun, dun. That'd be kind of creepy, though, too. I gotta do the sound effects, guys, because we don't have our um, interface yet, and usually an interface comes with, like, sound effects shit. It does? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I've, we don't have it yet, so... <laughs> and, and and I'm gonna apologize now for anyone that wants to complain about our... Our, our sound quality. Our sound quality. We're, good, we're working on that. We already got the stuff, so hopefully by next episode we'll have that fixed up. It's coming so. in the mail. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's the holidays and shit, so that's gonna probably take a minute. Um, so yes, extraterrestrial creature, new species of primate with short arms. I don't see that. 
um, a misidentified deer standing upright, which I think is creepier. That's super creepy. Like, how is that even better than oh, walking no, I her hate pants? that. I hate that so much. Like, I feel like that's, like, something that, like, Native Americans warn you about. They're like, hey, you Yes, know. okay, but when a Native American sees a deer standing on its hind legs, it's a flesh pedestrian. To steal from uh, Morbid, Morbid the podcast, we also love y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, they have been written to, and they've been told that you shouldn't say the word of the actual creature. Seriously? Yeah, because it, it in some Native cultures, it calls upon it to come to you. Fuck that. So we're not saying it. Um, we well, are going to say flesh pedestrian. Well, I'm going to definitely keep that in mind <laughs> when we eventually cover that one, because uh-huh. I'm so down to cover that. Epidermis sprinter. <laughs> we'll come up with a creative one. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. No, if something sprinted at me, no, thank you. Uh, well, any, anything sprinting at me I, is I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. Even with a funny name like that. Are you kidding me? Hell no. Do you think there are flesh pedestrians in Fresno? Are they everywhere? I don't know how it works. We don't live near the forest. We live in the suburbs. You know what, though? There there's are foresty enough, areas. There's enough, like, secluded areas around here, though, that We have some would... nature preserves. Yeah. Nah. It's cool. <laughs> you know what? This is why I'm not a big fan of nature. <laughs> I love nature. I, I mean, yeah, but then there's, like, things that can kill me. That's true. And it's like, no. Like, like reputable scientific things like uh bobcats and bears mountain lions and poisonous plants hypothermia mm-hmm. um murderers in the woods they live in the woods that's very true yeah um but then there's also like <laughs> cryptids <laughs> i like how that was like like that was just like a lull it's like mm, uh, yeah yeah there are murderers mm, mm, oh what mm. if it was like an invisible murderer in a pair of pants Bro. <laughs> no uh-uh. mm? i'm just saying it could be i mean you could whoop its ass for sure at that point. I don't know if I could. Sure you can. I believe in you. You're strong. <laughs> I'd definitely fight back. You're strong, capable. <laughs> An interdimensional being dun, dun, is dun. another thing that's been... Yeah. Like it walked through a portal? I guess so. Oh, that kind of makes sense. That'd be pretty cool. I like that I think one. that'd be really cool. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good explanation. When like went into like a wormhole or something like that. Ooh, I love imagine, it. <laughs> imagine. We're really excited about that Whoa, possibility. Whoa, dude! I like that one. Why more. are we not afraid of that one? Is the question. <laughs> Maybe because it's so complex to explain that my own, my own my own ignorance of the matter would yeah. probably be like okay. I mean that's still pretty cool. How did you do that though? I like to say that I live by the expression "curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back." I just, I have to know things. I have to. I don't care if they scare the shit out of me. I want to know. You know what? If I'm going to die, man, uh, and and this is the the weird (laughs) thing that's going to do it, I want to know how and the why before it even happens. Exactly. Maybe at that point I'll come to terms and be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think it's time. It was fine. It's time. (laughs) I've lived a good life. I learned something new today. I've recorded it and put it on YouTube. Um, (laughs) And the last one was a, a bird walking like a crane. What? It does not look like a bird at all. I don't see that. If you, if y'all have seen this, it does not look like a bird. No, 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 no. Um, well, I mean, it would have to have wings, right? Yeah. Or even if its wings were pinned down, there's no body. Nobody. Um, (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Yes. Well, maybe it is a bird then. No. (laughs) No, it's not a bird. Well, we yeah, no, 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 no. We got got him. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, I don't think it's a crane. Because no. cranes, either way, too, have really long, skinny legs. Yeah. And if you guys see this, you'll you'll be like, yeah, again, it's like a walking pair of joggers, pretty much. Like, you know, yeah. like the, like the parachute thick pants. legs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, buddy works out. Yeah. Like, that would have to be a 
thick, like green thickums. <laughs> Buddy, where you been? Where you been? Then leg So mama. it's not a bird. That's what we're trying to say. I mean, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. But you know, it's so interesting. You mentioned earlier, earlier about Native American connections with the uh, other creature that we're not going to name. Mm-hmm. They who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, are, there have. Like been loose connections to Native American folklore mm-hmm. with the creature, nothing major. In fact, uh, to be honest with you, there are no tribes that have declared or claimed the okay. creature. But there was an interesting, uh, interesting pictures floating around on the internet of like these wooden uh, Native American carvings that look just like the creature. Mm. Like it's, it, it's like. Um, like same same um, same features, right? The only difference is that it um, what was it? The only difference is that um, they have a they have a face carved into the wood, oh. like but there's no arms. The legs are the same way, like same like almost oval looking ghostly type of what? figure to it. Let me see if I can pull up the picture. That's it right there. Mm, I don't like that. That's just a face on a pair of pants, and I have problems. That's like Steve Urkel-esque right there. It's like a local tribe from a local tribe. Well, that's the thing. So those pictures were circulating, but no one knows where it came from. Oh, maybe like, it was made after. Maybe. Mm. I mean, the picture on, I still don't like on, it. On, on Twitter came out on, in 2017 out of this account called Oddly Weird. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. But again, no one knows the location of it. Like no one knows where it's where where it's located at. No one's laid claims to it, um, or anything like that. So that's why it's kind of hard to really make that Native American connection to it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because from what they were saying is that again, this is all loosely based here. So no, because no one honestly, no one really knows the actual origins or like even where it came from. That's why okay. it's been called the Fresno Nightcrawler because <clears throat> that was the first time that it was ever spotted. Okay. In 2007, you know, so, um, and even then there's been like very, there's been like one or two other sightings that... I was just going to ask, has anyone else ever seen it? Because that's the only thing yeah. I've ever seen. But, and, and that's the thing too, is that, um, which I'll get to in a minute, there's been other locations outside of Fresno where it's been seen. Oh. So that's why it's like, I think the only reason why they gave it that name is because that's where it originated, like the original, mm. like first time ever been mm-hmm, seen, mm-hmm, that's where it's mm-hmm. from. What they what they were thinking is that because there is no connection to it, it's kind of hard to really make claims for Native American connections, right? Yeah. So, which I guess makes sense, right? Which I also feel is like a little bit racist. Like yeah. anything that's like a little bit different, they're yeah. like, oh, Native Americans cursing or whatever. I'm like, mm. and and that's the thing too, because even with the information of, of regards to like the theories of why it exists, mm-hmm. why the creature exists, they're trying to pull from Native American stories and folklore mm-hmm. but even then i'm like well if there's no real connection to it how are you really basing this off of yeah i'd like to think that this is the case because it sounds like a really friendly like casper the friendly ghost type of thing mm-hmm. going on here because it says that the creatures were here to bring peace and happiness to humankind peace well, and happiness to which again like, i want to believe <laughs> that but there's no real connection there so it's like yeah. how do we know for sure you're right. you're right and how do we know it's not just a pair of pants that want to make you uncomfortable and itchy you know like <laughs> they're like try me on <laughs> bro better than costco pants oh no don't knock the costco pants i if they're costco brand like kirkland i don't know 
I don't think I've ever owned a pair. So I, can't I don't talk, know. I can't though. talk shit because I've never owned a pair. Can it Kirkland? <laughs> Are we trying to get them as a sponsor? We could get them as a sponsor. <laughs> I love them so much. I wanted to go see them, but I was doing something the day that they had a show out in LA. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, they are a group on TikTok, and I can't remember their handle right now, but they do a series called Can It Kirkland? They made the theme song, which I just sang, and they test um, Kirkland alcohol against, like, name brand alcohol. I love that. To see if it's, like, you could see which one is which, so they do, like, a blind test, and then if they pass the, if it passes the blind test, then it can Kirkland. But they're really funny. The, you know, some of their expressions to me, I'm like, oof. I don't know though, man. Like the you, one guy like with the long hair, me. he never misses. He's always right. He's third. He's number three yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I okay. love him, but like the guy who like quote hosts it, he wears like an apron and the glasses and the glasses and the like glasses. the curly. He's so funny. Uh, he's the more animated one though. Honestly. Yeah. Like I'm like, oof. I are you sure it's good? Because <laughs> man, the way you're flinching, it seems horrible. I love when they can't finish it too. It's the best. Yeah. 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 Sightings. So getting to that. Okay. 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 Because remember we we're talking about. Fresno because of where it originated from. So that's the original one in 2007, but there was actually another one in 2011 in Yosemite National Park. Oh. And there's... Um, that's a lot further than I thought. <clears throat> there's a, there's um, security camera footage of it. I'll send it to you later. Okay. I saw it, and that one looks creepier than the original one. Does it look the same, though? Like the same thing? Um. Yeah and no. These, okay. these look a little bit taller Ooh. than the one in the Fresno one. Um... And on top of that, too, they almost look more ghostly, like than, than uh, like like the pants are part of it, like <laughs> yeah, like 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 it. What's interesting about it is that it it looks more like a cloth. Oh, okay. Because of the way that it's swaying, the way that it moves. Oh no, I'm scared. It's pretty cool. I saw it. <laughs> I was like, mm, I mean, creepy, but that's still pretty cool. I gotta watch it. Oh, I I think that one's better. Um, there was another one in Montana. Mm. In like I think like 2021, 2022. I, I don't know okay. because it came out on a History Channel show that I saw mm-hmm. as, as part of the research. Um, yes, we do research here. We don't just talk out of our asses. <laughs> and um, it's not all History Channel, not all Ancient Aliens. Oh, let me delete a lot. Of this. <laughs> uh, I'm no, no, no. Honestly, just kidding. Um, yes, I'm even getting books and everything. All right, everyone, calm down. Oh my God, he reads. This shit's legit. Um, <laughs> but no, but it, it, on that one too, they were trying to. They ended up, I, th- I think, if I remember correctly, they ended up debunking it, saying, like, oh, they think it's a, someone pulling a prank. Mm. And, like, I see it, but then I'm like, you really have to go out of your way to do this shit, though, man. I mean, but, maybe they would. Yeah, I don't know. And then there was another one in 2017 in Poland. But the but the issue with it, though, is that there there's claims of it, but there's no... Like video, no oh. pictures, no nothing. Just someone saying that they saw one okay. out there. So that's why a lot of the researchers are like, eh, not so much, you know. Didn't you say that someone saw a Texas blue dog in Poland too? Was that Poland? Yeah. What yeah. the hell? It, Poland loves American cryptids. I mean, you know what's close <laughs> by though, right? Russia. Well, <laughs> you know, the the nuclear oh. reactor, Chernobyl, yes. all that good stuff. That's you know, true. So. Could have created anything. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So, there's cultural influences behind our buddy here. Okay. You know, because who doesn't like a floating pair of pants? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it's become an, uh, like a pretty big urban legend in Fresno. Okay. Of, of course. You know, you would expect that. But a lot of, like, local artists, you know, doing doing drawings of the creature, you know, selling of merchandise. Um, I think at one point they even had, like, a bit of, like, a 
don't quote me on it because I don't remember too too well. <laughs> but I could have sworn I read somewhere that they had like a even like a like a cryptid um, festival, like a little. Oh, festival. I wish we could go to that. We need to find one. Yeah. We need to find that's like that, a that, good cryptid festival. I feel like that's gonna be our rent fare for us. Yeah. I mean, I wish we, if y'all want to give us money, um, <laughs> we could fly out to the Mothman Festival because that's a big oh. one. Oh. That's a big one. When is that? Um, I want to say it's in October because Em and Christine were going to go, but they were afraid Christine was going to go into labor. Oh, yeah. So I yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. it's like early October yeah, when yeah. Leona was born or maybe late September. Fair. Fair. Can't remember. We, well, let's save up for pennies. <laughs> You know, one with, penny at a time with, our, well, with our well-paying jobs. Very you know, expensive. We're flights. so rich here. <laughs> you get paid more than I do. So, do you hear that? I need money. Manny doesn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I need money. <laughs> I true. still need money. Manny man. has kids. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> I love you. Um, so yes, it's come out on the History Channel. All right, before we start ragging on it, mm-hmm. it's come out on the mystery on the History Channel, but also. So this was an interesting one that I didn't think about until I read it. So in one of the articles that I was reading up on, there's been a lot of like internet rumors that it was like the loosely influential part of the game Among Us. Oh, okay. And I can kind of see that now that, that I think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even then that one's not for sure because I mean, the creators themselves haven't come out to say that yes or no. Like if that's the character design? Yeah. Like that's kind of what was the inspiration behind it. They do look like little walking pairs of pants, but they have little heads. They have the little, like the little, like bulb, bulby yeah. front type of thing. So, um, I can kind of see that. I don't know. I mean, once you guys see the 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 video and then compare that to the Among Us game, you know, you let mm-hmm. us know what you think. I can kind of see it, but then again, though, the creator themselves haven't come out and said it. But, yeah, you so know, it's kind of hard to follow through. Who's to say? So now the big question for everybody here: dun, dun, dun. Is this real or is this a hoax? What I do you, what it's are your real. Okay, wait, I have questions before I decide if it's real. Yeah, 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 go ahead. In the video, is there sound? No. Okay. And and, and the reason why there isn't any sound, because remember, the security he, video. It, it's a security, it's a, it's a security monitor um, that's being recorded. Okay, okay. So it's, it, um, as far as I know, there, there was no audio attached to it. Okay. Um, so, and, and even then, I don't think even for the Yosemite one. Because it's a security camera. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And, I mean, you know, anyone been to Yosemite, there's a whole lot of nothing out there, except mm-hmm. for nature. Which, again, this is why I don't like nature. <laughs> but that there's a lot of that out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing no audio. Okay. Um, hey, maybe this would be a good reason for us to do, like, a Patreon. Be like, oh, look, we found bonus stuff going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, money. Um, So okay. yeah, I don't think there's, there's any audio behind it, like, any, like, sounds that it makes. Who, um, you said that they found one in Yosemite. Yeah. Okay, so who submitted that video to be like, hey, everyone, look at this? Well, because it, it was, uh, it was the security footage from the, the, the national parks. So, like, the park ranger was yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. put this on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, you know. Did anyone else see it other than him? Or the one person? I don't know who that would I don't think so. But but then again, though, at that point, once it was released, and it was, and, and uh, from the way the video looks, it looks like it was, like, late at night, too, on top of that. Okay. So it, it may have been something that they observed the following day, where they're like, oh, yeah. the hell is that? You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest, I don't I don't have the creativity to make something like that up that looks it's, like a pair of walking pants. It's too much for me, man. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, I, I think something was going on. We don't know what it is. I can't say for sure, but something... Maybe paranormal was happening. 
Well, that's the thing, is that a lot of the arguments behind it, people think it's a prank, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. a hoax, someone playing tricks on whoever is seeing it, uh, that it's, like, pants or a puppet on a string. Um, I mean, there there have been other reported sightings in between the ones that I listed, mm-hmm. but those were debunked. Okay. Um, because they ended up uh, they ended up finding out eventually that they, they were hoaxes, hmm. which is going to always muddy the water, right? Like yeah. If, if like, then everything's a hoax all of a sudden. Right. But the thing is that I feel like we're so black and white with our thinking where it's like it's either this or this. There is no in between. Um, and I feel like whenever something like that happens right away, it's easier to look to debunk something mm-hmm. than it would be to just kind of give it the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and be like okay there's a possibility right you're right and there's a lot of things that happen around here that are like it's hard are to unexplainable properly explain right? yeah which is interesting because in one of the shows fact or fake the paranormal files that was released in 2010 they actively worked on trying to discredit it they weren't able to oh, like they were trying okay. to do a bunch of different things like everything from like pants on a string mm-hmm. to a little kid wearing the like overly sized pants type of thing going on mm-hmm. and like even messing with the, the the footage to kind of make it look a little more pixelated to see if maybe they can get yeah. rid of some of the stuff but they ended up determining it was unexplainable you okay. know what I mean? and now again not just because of that one that automatically makes <laughs> it foolproof that it's legit but again you know i think just because there's been some hoaxes here and there it doesn't mean that it automatically proves that it's not real mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i don't know i mean for me, honestly, I feel like I feel like it, it can be real. I, I feel mean, like it can be real too, especially if like people have tried to prove it not real and it just didn't work out. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I have such a hard time believing that someone's gonna really go out of their way to do these things. For what? I I mean mm-hmm. it's not like you gain notoriety by doing it. It's like, oh my god, this person is famous now because they did debunked- Yeah, it's not even a famous cryptid. Like I don't know. No, that's the thing. <laughs> Let Fresno have their day, man. Oh, Let Fresno. Fresno, Fresno have never their day. gets their day. God, let's <laughs> let them have this one, guys. And they need something. I don't want to talk about that. The poor Fresno. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you guys have a good brewery out there, that's for sure. Um, what else do they have out there? Like methamphetamines, farms. They have a good brewery out there. Okay, <laughs> and and it looks like their downtown area started. You know, become a little gentrified, starting to pick up a little just, bit. Not that we don't have methamphetamines in the Sangerable Valley, I'm just saying. We really do. But <laughs> I guess we hide it better? I don't know. I don't know. So we just wait till someone's house blows up, and then you're like, oh, meth house. Hey, that ha- did I ever tell you about that? That happened to me when I lived off, in, uh, off on Bunker in Awani. What? So um, there was, uh, I don't know if you remember where my house is at, right there off on Bunker, by, close to Crans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know how they have, like, certain areas there where they have all their horses and, like, illegal chickens oh, yeah, and yeah. shit. Um, and for the longest time, we always heard activity happening, like, late at night. No, it wasn't the kukui, I promise. It was <laughs> the meth people, you know. Um, it was the kukui. It was, well, might as well, right? <laughs> um, and one day, I, I, I think I was in Arden High School, I, I came back home and I saw that that house was on fire. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the day? Yeah, in the middle of the day. Oh, my God. In the middle of the day. I'm glad. I'm glad. All right? And I'm like, what the hell's going on? What better time? Yeah, well, <laughs> then the word started circulating that actually is, it was, uh, 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 that's how they found out it was a meth house because mm. they were they were cooking and mm-hmm. ended up blowing up in there, you know? So I'm yeah. like, cool. I was close to a meth house. Look the, at that. The house, not on this corner, but the next one on the main street right here. I'm yeah. not going to give my streets away. Um, <laughs> but on the main street, it's completely redone because it blew up. It was a meth house. Yeah. Holy shit. 
So, like, fun fact, we've all lived near a meth house. Hey, look at that. <laughs> see, I see, told you we had meth here. See, this, this is why I didn't have a hard time telling you where, because I, I don't live there anymore. So, <laughs> I don't have to Thank worry God. about people tracking me down. Well, I don't um, think we have any meth houses anymore in this area. Knock on wood. You never know. That's, you know, that's on them. That's That's true. a choice they made. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So... That is the Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, which, by the way, mm-hmm. it was interesting because the way that they coined it Nightcrawler, if you guys see the footage, it's not crawling. Oh, no, it's like walking. Yeah, it's like floating <laughs> walking. So, I don't know. I felt like like they were trying to give it a cool X-Men-like mm-hmm. vibe to mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I, I mean, like, yeah, it sounds pretty cool, but, I mean, it's also pretty inaccurate. So I want to see the Yellowstone one. Oh, I'll send it to you. Okay. So no, honestly, guys, I think the 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 look at the OG one, the one that was released in two thousand seven, but also look at the um, the one from Yosemite in uh, two thousand eleven. That one is pretty creepy. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Yeah, we'll wait for you to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, they're not getting it back to us. Weird. Oop. I just got a text from my wife saying your son made a hole in my fitted sheet. <laughs> Uh-oh. My cat son. <laughs> he's my son when he does something bad. He's her sweet baby angel when he doesn't do anything I bad. I get it. I get it. Uh, I, 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 we do the same with the boys, too. <laughs> your son, your child. Your child has and, done this. And then Amy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> my child? <laughs> that wasn't my kid. We did this shit together. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was a collaborative effort here, my friend. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. Um, Can I just look um, it up on YouTube? Yeah, go for it. Not 3011. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's an interdimensional being, maybe. Oh, no. You see it? Yes. Does it look ghostly? Okay, it looks like it has a head in this one. Oh, there's like two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That looks like a baby one. Oh, no. Look at that. But see, it's not crawling. No, it's walking. It has like drop crotch pants. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like parachute pants. MC Hammer style. What is this? And, like, if it was a person, why are they doing this? And why did they have a smaller person doing with it? What are the odds is my my question here. I feel like the way that it's moving, too, it, it makes it more it makes it more challenging for it to be a person. Because then I, I feel like you'd be stumbling over, you know, trying to walk like that. Unless you're really, in the, yeah, really you know, intoxicated. Then it's different. It's walking the same way in the original, It one is too. walking the same way. But I feel like... The Yosemite one is better, like I said, because it looks more detailed. Yeah. It looks, looks more ghostly, more translucent, you know? I guess. So, I don't know. I like that one more. It's very... I don't... I'm scared. <laughs> so, take a look, you guys. Let us know what you think when you see it. I I think it's something legit. You know I'm going to vote that it's real. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, I mean, we wouldn't be doing this podcast <laughs> if we didn't really believe a little bit of this stuff, you know? Well, some cryptids, I think, are silly. <laughs> Um, we'll find them. We'll talk about software. Okay. 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 How rude. How rude. They, they all deserve to be represented. All right. <laughs> How dare you? Even like the really lame ones where you're like, oh. Oh, no. I love like a jackalope. I love a jackalope. Ooh. I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. There it is. All right. Sarah, take it away. Um. Okay. So you said something about like feeling like just because something couldn't happen doesn't mean that it could not be true or like not. Right, right. Okay, so I'm going to need you to believe in this one. Absolutely. Okay, so everyone put your believer's hat on. Put your tinfoil hats on. Thank you. I don't have one. <laughs> we'll make you one. Okay. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about the infamous 
Ouija boards. Yeah, dude. <laughs> let's go. We're going to talk about Ouija boards. Okay. All right. I also put pause for applause in my notes. <laughs> Are we pausing? No. <laughs> okay, you can't laugh already. Did everyone clap? Okay, thanks. You better have. God, man. That was like perfect timing. No car passing by. No nothing. I'm dead. That was It was dead silence. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. They were clapping. I promise. <laughs> dead i can't okay so some people call it a spirit board or a talking board but it's more commonly called a ouija board a ouija board some people say ouija but it's actually correct to say ouija yeah that's no i used to say ouija so i might go back and forth don't do that i'm so sorry don't do that g ouija Ouija. i'll stop you i'm sorry so my first fun fact is (laughs) the word ouija is trademarked by the hasbro game company lame but it is used to refer to any spirit board kind of the way we say like kleenex for tissue or like xerox for coffee can i hit that oh i always say kleenex for tissue i'm like can i have a kleenex and then it's like it's a tissue or just pick your nose like a normal human no we have to put it somewhere clean that no absolutely not (laughs) we don't do that in my room good thing we're in my room and not manny's room (laughs) poor amy (laughs) She's like, what is She's that? She's like, why are there so many boogers in here? What is that green glob right there? <laughs> I feel bad for my best friend. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for your dirty, dirty life. <laughs> okay. Oh, good, good thing we're not in my house. <laughs> you can't. I can't. You're so gross. Like, <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, go on. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you what the Ouija board looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all boards are a little bit different, and you can basically put whatever you want on it because it's just like a conduit. Okay. Um, but generally they have the same setup. They have the letters A through Z, the mm-hmm. numbers zero through nine, mm-hmm. and then on the bottom it usually says hello and goodbye, and the top it'll say yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to remember that whenever you do a Ouija board, you should always start by like warming up the planchette by moving it around, saying hello, and then closing it out at the end and saying goodbye. Otherwise, you just leave it open for anything to come through. Mm, see, I've been doing it wrong. I've been putting it in the microwave for like fifteen <laughs> seconds, so it gets nice, nice and soft. <laughs> A little gooey center. And then you just chomp chomp on the little spirit. Mm, That's very ghost. That's gross. A ghost donut. Oh. <laughs> um, so they're used to communicate with spirits of the dead. You place the planchette, which is an indicator that's sometimes like heart shape or like a rounded arrow on the board. Participants put their hand or a finger on the planchette and then like you ask questions or you speak to the dead. And they communicate by moving the planchette across the board to spell out and indicate things to communicate to you. Mm-hmm. So it does kind of take a while for them to, like, spell out things letter by letter. Sure. It takes a lot of energy, man. Yes, it does. 15 seconds in the microwave. Some people say that this there's a scientific explanation for why it would be moving on its own when nobody, quote, nobody moved it. And this is called ideomotor phenomenon. Essentially, it just means you're unconsciously moving the planchette simply because you're thinking, don't move the planchette. So you're like, don't move it, don't move it, don't move it. And your hands mm-hmm. are like slowly kind of mm-hmm. like pushing it in mm-hmm. a direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that happens. Like, it seems totally believable. They've done like a few studies on it. Sure. Um, but that doesn't mean the spirits can't move the planchette. That's fair. That's like, fair. if uh, no one's touching it, how would it move on its own? Well, again, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just because say one person does it and like is like actively doing it just to fuck around it doesn't mean satan's not on the other side gonna push it exactly (laughs) i'm totally kidding about satan you can't contract satan via ouija board that i know of ghost of french to say otherwise uh um, that's on them (laughs) oh no i I think it was oh so never mind anyway go on (laughs) um so there's so much to say about the history like i don't know where to start but i guess we can start with american spiritualism america (laughs) so it's like a spiritual and religious movement that had America in a chokehold. 
in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Why does that not surprise me? Apparently, okay, so I would have never thought this because right now in America, everything is so Christian, Judeo, religious, like, Mm -hmm. if you have Ouija board, people are like, oh my God, it's the devil, like, don't do Mm -hmm. that, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. But, like, back then, like, a Ouija board was a, like, standard and common practice, so much so that, like, contacting a psychic or using a Ouija board was a standard practice, and U.S. presidents used to do it. Which president was it? I'm trying to remember all that. I can't remember. I, I could have sworn it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Woodrow Wilson, I think Yes, it was? it was Woodrow Wilson. I didn't write it down, but it was Woodrow Wilson. Uh, <laughs> see? History Maybe Taft, too. Through. Maybe Taft, too. I Wasn't can't remember. the big fat guy? Taft? Yeah. Yeah. The one that, like... Got stuck in the tub? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Taft. <laughs> I like him. We know our American history. Hell yeah. <laughs> the parts that matter. I can't. <laughs> Um, so even though the board was introduced commercially in 1890 mm-hmm. by a businessman named Elijah Bond, the most popular case of use is of Pearl Koran, a woman whose fame came directly from the creation of the spirit Patience Worth via a Ouija board session mm-hmm. with a neighbor in 1912. So her neighbor was like, I got a Ouija board. Why don't y'all come over, have some tea, and we could do a Ouija board. Like, that's how common it was. How f- how fun would that be to still do something like that now? I think that would be really fun. I wish more people were into that, but a lot of people are afraid of Ouija boards. I mean, I'm down to try it. I have one. It's right there. Not today, though. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I need to mentally, emotionally get over the floating pants before I can take the okay. next step to something else. I'll, I'll show it to you. You don't have to use it. Interdimensional yeah. beings. Anyway. <laughs> um. So anyway, most people say it was a con, but even like the spiritualism world... It's sort of like 50-50 on it. They're like, oh, we believe her. She really contacted this woman. Yeah. But the con or whatever lasted as long as Pearl was alive until 1937. So from 1912 to 1937, she said she would regularly commune with it. See, you know, again, it goes back to that point. Like, that's way too much energy to be That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And her and her husband were really invested in it. And then, like, she had a heart attack and died. Like, she said that... Like, she did, like, a session, and then she was saying, like, that's all I have to tell you. I'm going to go now. And then she was like, wow, she left. Like, the spirit left. And then, like, later that year, she died of a heart attack. Did she ever... Uh, maybe I'll mention I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but did she did, was there ever a point where she uh, was, a, like, accused of exploiting people, like, taking money from people to be with these type of things? Um, no, I don't think she charged anyone for it. Like, people wanted to interview her that's and stuff. Saying. Again, that's too much energy. They were saying, like, oh, she just liked the fame because she was bored Get or whatever. out of here. Dude. I don't know. I don't think so. Is it, I think... Is, is this something misogynistic again? Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's, that's vibe I'm getting. Definitely for sure. for sure. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, fun fact, the name Ouija came from Elijah Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters, who was a known psychic and medium. Mm-hmm. And she asked a spirit that she had contacted with the board to name the board. And the board replied, Ouija. Ouija. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when she asked what it meant, the board replied, good luck. They later claimed it meant good luck in ancient Egyptian, but that's not true. In fact, Helen admired a woman's activist named Wida. She probably oh. misspelled it in trying to name the board after her girlfriend. Hey. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to say girlfriend because it was said that she had a locket with the woman's name on it. And she was married to Elijah Bond's brother. That sounds like best friend material right mm-hmm. there. They're just gal pals. Yeah, gal paling around. <laughs> Sarah, I mean, you and Amy do that all the time. <laughs> I don't think we do that kind of gal pals. <laughs> Much love to Amy, but we are not gal pals like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah. 
<laughs> okay. So now Elijah and Pearl weren't the first people to believe in contacting the dead via board or automatic writing. Mm-hmm. Automatic writing is when a person communes with the dead and allows them to guide their hand or even their mind and automatically write whatever comes from that mm-hmm. session. Yeah. yeah. Um, prior to the invention of the board, people participated in what's called table turning. And this was another sort of seance and like a parlor trick. So everyone would stand around a table and lightly touch or hold the edges and they would commune with the spirit. And when the table moved, they knew they had reached somebody. They would then start to say letters. And when the table responded, it would spell out words or sentences. (laughs) That would take too long. It's it's very Victorian. Victorian people love to do this shit. I I guess they were just bored. (laughs) Okay, sure. And I have heard that table turning is done today, but not as often. There's like a spiritualism, um, it's like a spiritualism encampment. I think it's in Florida. Um, well, definitely not going to Florida. <laughs> I know. But it's like a whole town where like they're American spiritualists to this day. What the fuck? And they believe in stuff like that. It's called like, some people call it like the psychic town or whatever. It has a name and I can't remember what it is. And I listened to a podcast about it and they do do table turning. We'll do psychic, psychic town. I like that. It's Very really generic. cool. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, they do it there, too, and I've heard that, um, like, they use the people there to gain contextual information. So if the table leans towards someone, it means a spirit knows them or wants to communicate with them specifically. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which I think makes it more understandable, otherwise the table's just turning, and you're like, I don't know what this person's trying to say. <laughs> you got a really messed up table there, buddy. Keep moving. <laughs> um, for just America. Which some, uh, <laughs> some sugar packets are didn't there. It's oh, fine. no. Then you're cutting off the ghost. They're going to throw those sugar Look, packets. Look, man, I'm tired of my coffee leaning to the side there. Like, <laughs> I, I want to be able to place it proper. Next time your table has like a little... A little lean. Yeah. Remember, it's the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> they hate Splenda. <laughs> what is this Stevia crap? <laughs> okay, so for America, the baby country that it is, after the Civil War, talking to spirits rocketed in popularity. Yeah. So many loved ones were lost in the war, and many of their remaining family and friends wanted to speak to them again. Sure. There was definitely some con, con artists along the way that took advantage of people. Like, they tried to make a buck pretending that they were contacting the spirits. Yep. You know, which sucks. Like, and like we talked about with the Fresno Nightcrawler, like, one person ruins it for everybody. Yeah. Like, if you're a con artist, then everyone suddenly might be a con artist, and you don't know what's true. And I mean, like, yeah, like, going back with the idea that, okay, if you're looking for a way to debunk it, or if you're looking for a way to say, oh, yeah, see, there it is. That's what we're telling you about. Yeah, you're going to see what you're you want to find. See. You're going to find that one and run with it at that mm-hmm, point, exactly. right? So, yeah. Um, fun fact. People were communicating with spirits long before American parlor games. In 1180 in China, they suspended a writing tool in sand or with ink on a surface and communed with spirits to receive messages. They called it Fuji, which means planchette writing. There are some Taoist principles that are said to come from this. Yeah, I didn't know that. Huh. But it's kind of been, like, erased because then, like, the next emperor who came in was like, no doubt, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. So. But you know what, though? Well, maybe this is the uh, uh, American-centric mentality of mine that I still have, that you you would tend to associate a lot of these things with us here mm-hmm. in the States, um, when in reality it's, like, it's got a origin way further back than that. Yeah, people you know have been I mean? trying to talk to spirits since people died you know right 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 right. so it's, uh, i mean uh, when you when you think about it that way you're like they're like oh of course well duh that makes sense mm-hmm. you know what i mean but if you just view it in the context like i was just explaining you're like oh there's times before then mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. 1776 well that's why i wanted to let everyone know 
<laughs> there you go. We owe it to, you know, Chinese people back in 1100 AD. Boom. <laughs> Thank you for the punch it. Um, so, as I was saying, like, a lot of things couldn't really be substantiated. It's hard to substantiate something like that. True. So, we can talk about the recurring specter in many spiritualism stories. Mr. Harry Houdini. <laughs> He's back. Yep. Half friend. Many people think of Houdini as being involved in spiritualism when actually he was a staunch skeptic. Mm-hmm. His whole shtick is like his tricks were illusions and not magic in any way, shape, or form. So when Harry's mother died, he went on a quest to find her spirit many times over. And he proved that a lot of like mediums and seances were frauds by mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. The first time he ever caught a medium trying to pull the wool over his eyes, he exposed her and vowed to never again let people like her take advantage and would attend seances regularly just to expose them. I remember um, covering that. Mm-hmm. It was, was like, like a two-parter. Yeah, I was like, dude, this guy went like on a mission. He went on a mission, and I think one thing I really learned from M from, and that's why we drank covering that, is that that time was so rife with like extreme misogyny that it was totally okay for him to do that. And yeah, I get like he doesn't want people to prey on other people's time of mourning or sadness but if you seek out women that have no job and they live in poverty and they're doing that to make money and people are just getting off on like the entertainment of it all like they're not necessarily taking advantage of specific people Mm -hmm. then maybe just like mind your fucking business harry houdini that's yeah like they're just trying to feed their fucking kids and you're over here like oh my god fraud then you ruin their whole thing whatever dude you weren't (laughs) weren't a good magician anyway (laughs) he was an illusionist well, whatever the fuck he was. Didn't he die with one of his tricks? Mm, no. I love the story of Harry Houdini's death, and I will take any opportunity to tell it, because I think it's fucking wild. So, You're going to eventually cover that, right? Yeah. I'm, well, no, I'm going to tell you right now, because I probably won't cover Harry Houdini. I'll have to cover him in part when I cover Harry Price. Uh, let's take a poll on that. Uh, no. <laughs> I might. We might come back to him. Maybe. He has a very interesting and storied life. Okay. Um, but Harry Houdini died <laughs> on Halloween night. Nice. <laughs> Nice. He did a show, and he used to have this thing where he would tense his um, ab muscles really tightly, and then he would take a punch from anybody in the audience, and they would be like, oh, you're made of steel, because like he would have basically no reaction to it. But really, he just like had a really good workout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... I guess, like, this one guy, he was very, like, he didn't believe in Harry Houdini. He went backstage, and he ran up to him, and he was like, oh, you're a liar and a fake, and he punched him in the stomach. But, like, he wasn't tensed. So the guy punched him in the spleen, and it ruptured. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he went to the hospital, and obviously, way back then, in the early 1900s, there was no fucking help for Harry Houdini. Right. He just fucking died. So he died on Halloween night because some guy didn't believe him, which is kind of his comeuppance, if you ask me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I was going to say, I'm like, we've come full circle, I feel, with yeah. that. Yeah. Super weird. That's what, see kids, that's why you got to work out. <laughs> you got to always be ready for someone to punch you in the got, stomach. You got to be ready. You <laughs> never know if a, a not so nice fan wants to punch you in the stomach. That's right. Yeah. Also, fun fact, I've touched a stage that Harry Houdini performed on. How was that? It was amazing. It's like a stage that was like 120 years old. Wow. It was at the Stanley Hotel. He was a personal friend of the Stanleys, and they created a trap door in the stage for him. Nice. Yeah. And the um, Miss Stanley did like seances and stuff. So that's probably why he was a personal friend of theirs, to see if anything they did was real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to step on the stage because it's very old, but I was allowed to touch it. 
did you feel anything? Did you feel any energy from that? Or? I mean, there's a lot of energy there in the Stanley itself. Like, well, it, yeah. I think just because it's so old, yeah. there's just, like, so much happening. Yeah. I didn't see a ghost. Well, my wife said she saw a ghost. I didn't see a ghost. So. And she's kind of, she's a skeptic. Mm-hmm. So she was like, no, somebody was back there. And, like, she didn't say it was a ghost. She was like, no, there was a person back there. And, like, we asked, like, the guy, that the tour guide that we had, he mm-hmm. had opened the door of the building. And we're like, is somebody else in here? And he was like, no, I just opened the door. And she's like, no, I saw somebody walk across the hall. I'm like, then let's get the fuck out of here. Um, nope. <laughs> we're getting the fuck out of here. And we're going back to California. Nope. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tour's done. Tour's done. Trip is let's done. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> thank you. Good night. And I will say that I was the last person out of the hallway. Mm-hmm. She hadn't told me that story yet. And I felt like there was someone behind me. And there was a lot of us in the tour. So I turned to see, like, oh, am I getting in someone's way? And nobody was there. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I started walking really fast. (laughs) And I I got to the front of the house where we were, like, gathered in, like, the living room. And then she told me. And I was like, damn you. (laughs) You know, you couldn't wait until we left the The house. We got to leave the house. No. It was scary. That is scary. It was very scary. Yeah. That's cool. Sorry. We went on a little tangent there. That's cool. (laughs) We're not going to edit it out, sorry. <laughs> okay, anyway. So we're talking about Harry Houdini. Mm-hmm. So, um, while Houdini never did find a real seance, he did have personal friends that did believe in mediums and seances, like the Stanleys of Steamer fame, which I just talked about, mm-hmm. and notable frenemy, Arthur Conan Doyle, who was that, a big spiritualist. That name sounds familiar. He wrote Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, besides from the episode. Well, yeah. That's why we drink. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but where did all this come from? Well, it's generally believed that the Fox sisters, a group of three sisters, two of which performed seances and talked with de- the dead through knocks, were the first to start am- the American spiritualism movement. And the third was like their older sister that m- they moved in with mm-hmm. because their parents couldn't really take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like their manager. So she coattailed her way onto that fame. She's all claiming it. <laughs> And while they wavered with their stories throughout their lives on, like, the authenticity of what they were doing, they're still responsible for starting all this automatic writing, spirit communicating business we have here in the U.S. And that was way back in 1848. Dang. So they were, like, before the Ouija board's time. Yeah, we did it before. It was cool. (laughs) They were prominent members and symbols of American spiritualism. Americans in the 1800s and early 1900s were so obsessed with spiritualism that it was completely normal to attend a seance party on Saturday and then go to church on Sunday. Because a lot of American spiritualists believe in a Christian Judeo God. That's why they believe they can communicate with spirits. Huh. Okay. Yeah. They think it's more like proof of the afterlife. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so then we get into how this fun pastime turned into something scary and something my Christian parents would cower at. Okay. (laughs) Well... In 1973, my parents were (laughs) my parents were 13 years old, so prime time to believe bullshit you see on TV and to be scared. A little movie called The Exorcist Uh, came out. Damn it! (laughs) In the movie, a young girl named Reagan, she was about 12, plays with the Ouija board she finds in her basement. She Mm -hmm. inadvertently contacts a demon, and it inevitably possesses her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Before yeah. this, there had never been any indication that Ouija boards could or would contact demons. It's not unreasonable to think so, but, like, damn, thanks for ruining it for everybody, the exorcist. 
Fucking hell. <laughs> well, uh, wasn't that also too during the Satanic Panic? Too? Satanic Panic started in the late seventies through the eighties. Yeah. Okay. So I think that might have been the beginning. Like of so, seventy three, the movie comes out. Yeah. People starting to panic about that and like, oh crap, look at that shit. You know, people passing out in the movies and shit, watching it, and then. Yeah, I think I think maybe. That was, like, people thinking, like, like teens being like, oh, I'll be edgy. I want to get a Ouija board like Reagan did on The Exorcist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could, I could totally see that. Damn it. So suddenly they were, like, everyone was fucking terrified. They would become possessed. Ouija boards were either flying off the shelves for kids to be edgy Satanists, or they were quickly trashed because they became a symbol of fear. Sure. So earlier I mentioned the ideomotor phenomenon, and what I didn't mention was that they did a study with the Ouija board asking people yes or no questions to answer them to the best of their ability. They were correct a little over 50% of the time. When they did the experiment with the Ouija board and asked them to answer yes or no questions, they were then right 65% of the time. Huh. So what really they concluded from that is that if people think they have an outside source helping them, they go with their gut feeling most of the time. Uh, okay. Yeah, they have like okay. confidence in their ability to answer. Okay. So this goes back to what I said last episode. Regardless of whether or not the Ouija board is really communicating with something from beyond the veil, it's assisting the person using it. And what's the harm in that? I don't... I honestly don't think anything's wrong with it. You know I don't I mean? either. Like, especially if it's something more where it's, like, intended to kind of put you at ease and put your mind at rest with regards yeah. to whatever whatever's bothering you, whatever's, like... Like, if you're mourning you. someone and you think that you're communicating with them via Ouija board, I think... That might be a good start to, like, finding your closure, I sure. think. yeah. It can obviously become an unhealthy obsession, and that's something else. Yeah. But but then again, though, a lot of these things in general can be that way. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Uh, Anything can be. I, I think... I've, too much of a good thing, as they say. Mm, well, you know. <laughs> like, they found out about Bruce Lee recently about drinking too much water, and that's what let them be. Is that true? That's they're saying. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that that. It wasn't because of, like, the, the aspirin or, you know painkiller whatever he took that it was because he had uh what did they say that it was uh he had issues with his kidneys i think mm-hmm. and like like previously and then on top of that uh, drank like an excessive amount of water i'll say like water poisoning yeah pretty much that's fucking crazy because it affects your 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 internal organs too too much water can affect your internal organs i have heard that before and that's not the first time i've heard that and that is terrifying mm-hmm don't drink too much water. <laughs> drink water, but not too much water. <laughs> you gotta find that a good ratio. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet, because I don't drink enough water. But... Same. I mean, same. <laughs> As we sit here and drink coffee and tea. And... And well, you know, there's water in there. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and the beer that I'm gonna have later, too. <laughs> okay, I have one more thing. Go for it. It's True Crime Corner. Of course. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. In 1937, mm-hmm. Dorothea and Maddie Turley were a mother and daughter who committed a murder together. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> While playing with the Ouija board, it instructed 15-year-old Maddie to kill her father. Dude. Dorothea insisted it could not be disobeyed, <laughs> and Maddie shot her father in the back on their farm. Fuck. When police got involved, the truth came out. Dorothea had been wanting to leave her husband and run off with a local cowboy. Ma'am. <laughs> she convinced Maddie to do her dirty work. Which Maddie admitted to knowing. So she also knew that's what was going on. Oh my god, dude. Now you might be like, who the fuck would do that? Well, (laughs) Dorothea would use Ouija boards constantly, insisting that they would help her find nearby treasure. 
She was intimately familiar with them, and so were her kids. She would make them play all the time. Yeah. During the infamous last session, Maddie said that Dorothea specifically asked, Shall we kill father? And the board answered yes. Bro. And she then said, Who should do it? And the board spelled out Maddie's initials. Okay, obvious enough. But her mother insisted that if she didn't do it, terrible things would happen to her. And if she did, she would never be caught. This woman is such a wild bitch. I can't. (laughs) When caught, Dorothea didn't hesitate to throw her daughter under the bus. Of course she did. (laughs) She insisted. Of course she did. mm -hmm, She insisted that she didn't even believe in Ouija boards. Yeah, of course not. And that Maddie was rebellious and hated her and her husband for, quote, not letting her wear rouge or short dresses. I mean, to be fair, I'd be pretty pissed about that, too. <laughs> but not enough to kill father. No. <laughs> Maybe, like, write in my journal how much I don't like him. <laughs> but not... Yeah, no. Okay. So Maddie got Dick six him. years... I know. Maddie got six years in Arizona State Girls' School. No. And Dorothea originally got declared guilty with the sentence of 10 to 25 years. But two years later, it was overturned, and she was set free because she didn't actually pull the trigger. I go, Arizona. Pro- proving us right yet again. <laughs> the dad's name was Ernest, and... I mean, with a name like that. <laughs> I left out a little fact. Um, So when she shot him, yeah. she pretended that she fell and the gun went off because she shot her father, like, in the back. And he was still able to like, move. So he went and he grabbed the gun from her, and he said, let this be a lesson not to play around with guns. And he, like, said, go call somebody to help Mm -hmm. so like back then they didn't have 911 so they had to call like an ambulance or call the police directly so they did call for help and that's how they knew that this whole thing unraveled he was in the hospital for one month and they were tried and sentenced while he was still alive he didn't die until a month later oh shit he was alive the whole time and when he found out that she had done it on purpose he said that if it was the last thing he did he would make sure that she got justice for it Oh shit, dude. This is a fucked up family dynamic. Holy. Um As a therapist I have so many questions. <laughs> when they were sentenced, it's said that Dorothea said to Maddie, Thank you for your cooperation. Yeah. And they had a she had a younger brother and he said, Are you happy now? She's in jail to his sister because he thought they always hated each other. <laughs> that family dynamic is wild. It's fucking dude. wild. What year was this again? 1937. Good God, man. And they say that, like, Dorothea always had, like, mental problems, but, like, the the way that she really wanted attention for it is because she was named America's Venus. So she entered in a competition when she was younger in college. I think she went to Wellesley. Mm -hmm. Um, And she has almost the exact measurements of um, Michelangelo's Venus, the statue. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so they were like, oh, she's the closest to, quote, the perfect woman. Oh, Jesus. So she got fame from that. And then, like, after she had fame, she developed, like, severe asthma. And they were like, you need to move to a drier climate. So they told her to move to Arizona. She met an army man, Ernest, and she married him. Mm -hmm. And I think she was just, like, really bored with her life. Like, she was saying, like, out in the desert, there's treasure, and that's why she would use Ouija boards. That's fair. She's... A little bit. She had some problems. Just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> Wait, where, so where was she living in before? She lived in New York before. New York. Yeah, so she was used to, like, the attention well, of I mean, New York. think about, yeah, I mean, think about the dynamics of going from something that big. Mm-hmm. Like that being known busy, as America's Venus. And, and all that, right, to nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. Living out in the desert, having two kids, wanting to run away with a cowboy. 
Another thing is, this is this is wild. I didn't I didn't write this down because I didn't know if you'd want to know, but I'm gonna tell you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> she, it's said that the cowboy she wanted to run away with was a black man, and obviously in 1937, white people and black people didn't date, mm-hmm. so that's another factor. Okay. The other one is that she wanted so much like physical and sexual attention that she would convince her daughter when she was 14, 15, she was 15 when she shot her, her father, mm-hmm. to go with her so it wouldn't look like she was having an affair. She would go with her to meet up with this cowboy, whoever he was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then she would say, oh, uh, bring a friend for my daughter. So I'm sure he was overage. No. And they nope. would spend time hooking up in the back and her and the other cowboy would hook up in the front. Nope. Yeah. Nope. She would involve her in her weird fucking affairs. Yeah. So this kid, this girl, Maddie, was really very brainwashed. Yeah. And then after, when they put her in that girl's school, I think it closed before she served her full sentence. And then she was set free, obviously. And then she spent her life living in, like, anonymity. She didn't do any other. She never had a rap after that. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And when her mom got out of prison, she was like, oh, I'm going to get my daughter back. And she tried to go talk to her daughter, and her daughter, being an adult now, a legal adult, mm. was like, no, I'm not going back with you. You're fucking crazy. She's you're, like, I don't want anything to do you, with you. Metal me her out of your mm-hmm. goddamn mind. She moved away, and she changed her her name. Yeah. And then her mom said, oh, that school brainwashed my daughter against me. And she tried to school the head. She tried to sue the headmaster. <laughs> oh for, like, what would be considered oh now, God. like, a million point five, million point two five dollars or something like that. Oh, my God. It's just fucking crazy. Of course she lost that lawsuit. Well, she's cuckoo bananas. Oh my god! Like, how do you convince your daughter to kill your husband? She does. Throw her into the bus. And then be like, "Oh my god, come back!" No, she doesn't want to hang out with you. You're abusive and crazy. I think of that song, you know, "Baby, come back." <laughs> and she said, "No." She said, "I did blame it all on you, mom." Mom, you suck. <laughs> You're the reason why I don't want to be a mom. Anyway. <laughs> My sources are Wikipedia, obviously. Yeah. Um, Smithsonian Mag, Baltimore Magazine, Nerdist. Um, let's see. Guides.lc.gov. AP News, HorrorHistory.net, and Law.umich.edu. Nice. Hey, I, I just realized I didn't mention my resources. Oh, yeah. Tell your sources. Hey, uh, so, you know, in case you want to see if I'm legit or not. <laughs> so, uh... There's a there's actually a uh, cryptid wiki page. Oh, there is. Yeah, I didn't know that. So that's that's that was that was one of the springboards for me. Uh, the Business Journal, mm-hmm. uh, the Fresno Bee, uh, your Central Valley, like, like a, I guess like a like a online forum uh, for Central Valley mm-hmm. like news and stuff like that. Uh, the show, the proof is out there. That was aired February. Of this year. Oh. Uh, on the History Channel, Season 2, Episode 26, in case you guys want to watch it. And then the United States of Cryptids, the tour of American myths and monsters. Ooh. That's a pretty cool book. I'm so glad I bought it. Okay. It's, it's, it's given me so many other ideas. That's going in the pod loft when we get one. <laughs> I'm going to buy the physical copy for sure. Okay. Um, so, anyway. Do you have I, anything you've been watching or reading that you want them to know about? Watching or reading? Uh, I, I just started watching, uh, was it uh, Wednesday? Oh, you watched it already? Do you like it? It's really good. I okay. like it. A lot of people I know have been telling me to watch it, and I do. I obviously want to watch it, but mm-hmm. I haven't got around to it yet. It's really good. Okay. I really like it. I, I think um, 
the way that they casted everybody, um, the way the storyline's kind of playing out and everything, like mm-hmm. it, it, it feels, um, it doesn't feel like like something like rigid, you know, like when they try to mm-hmm. like piggyback off of like big franchises like that, mm-hmm. like they kind of kind of come off as like too forced. Yeah, this one seems pretty cool. Okay, and I think the girl who plays Wednesday Adams is pretty. Cool. I love her. I love her so much. She's the new Scream Queen. I love her so much. She's cool. I like her. Um. um so yes. So that I've been uh, I've watched actually a couple days ago. Okay. Um, just on a whim, started because uh, Amy and Kiddo were watching it, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna I guess watch it, and I was like, okay, pulled okay. me in for sure. So. <laughs> Check it out. I finished um, Guillermo del Toro's um, Cabinet of Curiosities oh. on Netflix. That's nice. a solid one. It's like eight episodes, I think, maybe okay. ten. Okay. Each it's an anthology, so each one's different. You can bop around wherever you want. Okay. I think the first two episodes were a little like not as solid for me, but after that, it gets better and better and better. Okay. Um, really fucking good. There's some really truly horrifying things that happen on that. Oh my god. It's okay. so good. Okay. I mean, I've been wanting to see. Uh, nope. Oh, I, I've already seen it. Actually, I hope Hannah isn't listening to this. Um, I'm recording with her later. Uh, just just pause, <laughs> Hannah, at this point, and then stop listening. I'm recording with her in a couple hours, so it won't matter by then. Um, That's fair. But um, we're surprising each other by telling each other about a movie that has a queer character in it. And Nope has a queer character in it. And I have, I've watched really? it a couple times. Yeah. How cool. So I'm going to tell her about Nope. Nice. That's my that's my surprise for her later nice. today. Nice. So that'll be on my other podcast, which is called The Queers Are Watching. I like it. Yeah. If you like queer film and television, that's where I'll be. Check it out, guys. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so um, my thought, and I don't know what y'all think, but my thought for next episode, since we're getting close to the holidays, mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to make something holiday themed. Okay. Um, but here's the kicker. I'm not sticking with just one. Okay. One. Okay. Um, so my goal is we're going to make this bad boy international for this next one. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, we're going to be covering some international m- mythical creature, cryptid okay. type of thing going on. Does it have to do with Christmas? Absolutely. Okay. So then I'll make mine have to do with Christmas. You can make it whatever you want, my dear. <laughs> It, it is your, this is, that's your half there. You do whatever you want. Well, I think I want to talk about Yule. That'd be interesting. Yeah, because not everyone knows about Yule. Although, uh, question though, sidebar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Krampus or Krampus? Krampus. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> yes. See, I got it right. I knew it was saying Krampus. That's what they say. Don't talk to me like that. German. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> in German? <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> I don't know very much German. I know, like, random expressions. Okay. I know how to count in German. Nine. <laughs> that means no. I know. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't. So, no. <laughs> See? A little bit there. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, anything else that you want to add before we start wrapping up? Wrapping, wrapping? Um, just, I want to reiterate, reiterate what Manny said. Please write us in with your stories. I love to hear people's mm-hmm, stories. Mm-hmm. And I would love to read them next time we're here doing this. Um, we are going to still try and do this bi-monthly. So every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So you have time as of right now. Uh, yeah. To send stuff in. Yeah, because by the time this 
comes out, there'll still be at least another week before yeah. we record the next one. So yeah. you you got a week. And then we there, can all have Christmas together. I know. And see, it, it doesn't have to be anything poetic. You don't have to be like super duper fancy writing. You don't have to be a good writer at all. Don't worry about You should see my notes. You should see my notes. <laughs> You'd be like, this guy graduated with a master's degree and does this terrible of a job. And I thank God that I graduated because I'm like, I am done with <laughs> academics. And um, well, now I'm doing research for this. But I yeah. copy edit all the time and I used to be a journalism major. So if you make a mistake, I will know what you meant and I'll know how to fix it. I promise you. See? So it doesn't matter what you write to Sarah's us. Got you, don't trip. I got you. And I got you too because I make mistakes anyway. We all make mistakes. It's fine. It's what we do with them after. What do we learn from that? Okay, it's not a therapy session. Hold please on, write into us. But yes, please do. Cryptids um, and Mystics podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can DM us, uh, Cryptid and Mystic Pod, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, on Instagram. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we promise you we're getting to Apple Podcasts soon. For now, you can hear us on SoundCloud. They also have an app, so don't they worry do. about it. They do. That's how uh, my kiddo's been listening. So. And you can leave um, comments. Just be nice. Yeah, nice comments. Be nice people here. Okay. <laughs> and follow us. Yeah, remember we're we're working on on the you know little nooks and crannies of this stuff here, so we'll eventually get it to where we sound somewhat professional. Yes, we're gonna have a more professional setup next time. I promise mm -hmm. it'll be here by then. Hell yeah, we'll be and we'll be playing yeah. around with it before we do it. So don't trip. Uh, again, thank you guys so much. Take care of yourselves. Um, yeah, and we'll talk again real soon. Thanks for listening to Cryptids and Mystics. Bye. Bye.